I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Everybody and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. I am Mike Rains, aka Poker and Politics, and I am joined as always by Sarge. Hello from the internet and the mysterious L. Why, uh, hello there, my beautiful babies. <laughs> I was trying uh, to identify the language as you started, and I thought you were doing Chinese. Because oh, I heard, wow! Nope, because no I heard the wow, and nope. I was like, oh no, he's doing big Southern. Yeah, I would I would screwball with you, but instead of doing a language, I did uh, a bad impression. Yeah, in, in this case, in this case, uh, Southern Tommy Lawyer accent. <laughs> Yona, I don't uh, think that there's enough evidence against my client to even hold him in this place for one minute more. I, I, I having now that I'm like stuck watching the movie JFK, all I'm listening to is Kevin Costner doing a horrible Southern accent at all times. So now Elle's just giving me like post-traumatic stress disorder by doing that. It's just brutal. You know what I heard there is that Elle is like Kevin Costner and I'll take it. Yes. <laughs> Elle is always like Kevin Costner. Yeah. Uh, you can uh, find these two rascally scamps on Twitter at uh, Hellworld Sarge and at Hellworld L. So uh, for more witty bants like that in, on, in your social media. Hellworld with a Q instead of an O, as is our brand. Yes. We are fashionable and trendy. and We, we are also- not affiliated with that pinhead movie. <laughs> no, not in the slightest. And we also talk a lot about four? QAnon. So uh, we have to uh, play our content warning. Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. 
Uh, so before we dig into ye old news this week, uh, I just wanted to bring up a happy little uh, personal event, as it were. Uh, I received a message uh, sometime uh, late last week that uh, a couple of chuckle fucks uh, on a uh, Telegram channel <laughs> were attempting to dox me. And- Again. Again, and uh, they uh, used my uh, pen name, as it were, or stage name, and they tracked, quote unquote, me down uh, to Jamaica Plains in uh, Massachusetts and posted an address and street view from Google Maps of my location, according to them, which uh, I feel bad for the people that they, quote unquote, found. And also what was really funny was there was a giant argument between the, these people about uh, if they had found me or not, if this was a successful doxing or not. And one guy was like, you're an idiot. That isn't him. And the other person was like, yeah, I found him. I got him. And you're just mad because you didn't do any work. And uh, there was a lot of commentary about me being a fat piece of shit and all of that other good stuff. And uh, somehow uh, the the argument of these idiots uh, percolated all the way up to uh, one of my uh, friends on the Twitter feed, as it were uh, relentless truth, who then uh, posted a, uh, one of the photos that they'd been using of me in that uh, doxing attempt and declared that again, I'm like Michael Moore because Michael Moore's fat <laughs> lol. And uh, I am a uh, waste of human life. So uh, for once again, I somehow have uh, made the rounds in the QAnon world as uh, the asshole of the week, as it were. So that was uh, that was Good exciting. For Good for you, yeah. bud. How are they ever? I mean, they have that picture. How are they ever going to track down a guy in Boston wearing a Patriots jersey? It- What's so funny to me is that I I I did I did the unmasked appearance on Good Morning America, and I also have done a video stream with uh, Matt Binder where I was unmasked, and they still don't have an unmasked photo of me. The world's best researchers can't crack this nut. It's uh, the cabal. The cabal yeah. has you protected. Oh, the the hedge of protection that Moloch has placed upon me that uh, prevents these idiots from uh, finding a YouTube video from Good Morning America and thusly uh, seeing what I look like, which, again, really won't help them that much. But Godspeed to them, Patriot, as it were, in their uh, futile attempts to harass and annoy me. But uh, beyond that, uh, really uh, not a whole heck of a lot going on in my neck of the woods. I mean, besides the fact that, like, people are attempting to send armies of QAnon supporters to harass me, which is uh, delightful. I mean, we could talk about the Celtics and their their deep playoff run. Oh. Or we could talk about the Bruins and their deep playoff run. <laughs> or we could talk about the Golden Knights and their impending playoff collapse. Oh, my God. Or we, we could talk about the Red Sox and their inability to pitch without cheating, as is the <laughs> New England way. <laughs> what oh. happened? Uh, well, Major League Baseball has done this hilarious new thing where they basically let the managers inspect every every pitcher for having uh, any kind of substance on their bodies to uh, doctor the ball and the Red right, Sox, right. and and while people have been caught doing this, what has also been happening nowadays is managers are just like pointing at the pitcher and being like, "Umpires, inspect him," and the pitchers are literally like basically getting naked on the on the field now in a fit of rage. Being like, check all my gear, you fucking pricks. I don't have anything on me. Leave me alone. And it's just, uh, it's hilarious. It is. Um, 
I say let the pitchers uh, spider tack it up, but also let the batters cork the bats. So, like, you know, less hitting, but the hits are real dingers. Yes. Uh, No, we need to go to that, like that board game we used to play where the batters get to be robots, but the catchers get super magnet gloves and cyborg arms and the the pitchers have cyborg arms. The cabal (laughs) only allows that level of technology to be used in replacing our U.S. president. Yeah, they keep that ultra high secret because what if uh, one of the robot batters uh, hit a pitch back at the robot pitcher and like shattered his robot arm and he basically just like, oh, he had a Terminator arm laying on the field. The jig would be up. We, the truth would be exposed to the world. We'd rail, p- red pill everybody right away. So uh, we got to keep uh, we got to keep uh, th- that technology in the non-contact sports like politics, like robot or hologram Biden or whatever he is. Yeah. yeah. Do you suppose for a second that conservatives would tolerate an openly robotic pitcher in the major leagues? Fucking get out of here. That that reminded me of the the Oakland Raider guy who came out as gay this week and everyone was like, yay, good for you, bro. And then like all I could see is like the counterbalance to that was people being like, oh yeah, what am I supposed to do with this information? Why should I care? And it's like, you know why you should you, know you don't have to. Care. Yeah, I mean, just don't. Point. It's like so easy. Like, yeah, you, like not not caring would be a step up for what you usually do, which is caring about it the wrong way. You idiot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And also, uh, God, it, it, like his name was like Henny. I can. Ah, I'm so drawing a blank on his name, but apparently his jersey like was like the top of the fanatics like sales chart this week. So like, God's like good on America for like for once not being the just racist slime hole that it is like been. Oh, give so us notorious. a chance. And let's, yeah. and let's give this guy's uh, agent some credit. I mean, th- th- like, this has to be, like, a calculated move. This gay, this guy's been gay the whole time, presumably. So, yeah. like, I'm assuming that the agent picked this moment. And if it works out, like, that's that's a good timing. Like, this is a, this is a sticky thing to navigate. This could, like, you can easily see this blowing up on your face. I mean, they, they murdered Cap for kneeling on the sidelines. Like, they killed that guy's career. Yeah, yeah, they just blacklisted him because he yeah. was, like, mildly politically offensive. And my favorite, and my former favorite, President Trump blacklisted yes. him. Yes, and the, the the thing that was most aggravating about the whole Kaepernick thing was that originally he was just like sitting during the national anthem, and then he actually talked to uh, a soldier. He talked to a member of the military. Yeah, and they were like, "Yo, this. the sitting thing is a little excessive. Like kneeling is at least like kind of respectful. It shows that you're paying attention to the anthem while also like." like showing like a protest and then cap was like well i will do the militarily accepted protest and then everyone was like why do you hate the troops and it was like no you know he doesn't hate the troops that's not why he's doing uh, this. run run the cues in the news bumper so we can talk about cole beasley since we're already talking about the nfl sounds like a plan from the digital headlines to the digital front lines it's cues in the news so our boy Cole Beasley, uh, Buffalo Bills wide receiver, uh, has basically uh, come out as being a hardcore anti-vaxxer, is very mad about this idea that he has to get the COVID vaccine. Yeah. In order to For the help. NFL, right? That's their regulation. Well, the regulation is that not that you have to get it, but that uh, teams have to hit certain uh, percentages of the team being vaccinated in order to lift restrictions on the team and allow them to get back to like normal football life. Like, and you know, also if you, like, if you are unvaccinated, you get like the, uh, 
pariah treatment sort of like you just have access to less stuff like you can't use the sauna or the showers or whatever like you know there's a bunch of restrictions in place if you want to still fuck around on your football team while refusing to be vaccinated right exactly and beasley has come out and he's just been like bah this is bullshit i don't fucking understand why i need to get vaccinated it's like bah and it, it is just incredible how childish these people are. And it just goes to show you that there's really no amount of like success and wealth and all this other stuff that proves you are educated, smart, uh, coherent, logical, all of these things. I mean, it's really, uh, is really easily good. Will he be missed? Uh, he is a he's a he's a cromulent wide receiver for the Bills. I mean, he's he's definitely not their number one option. Stefan Diggs is their number one, but they have a good receiving core, and he's a part of that. And everyone loved the guy last year because he was on an injured leg and he was basically limping back to the line after every play. And they and, he, and they gutted out a win, and then they got to the AFC title game, and then got absolutely trucked by the Chiefs, and, uh, as they should. And, and but and then of course uh, ruined the Super Bowl by uh, injuring one of the Chiefs' offensive linemen at the end of the game, so that the Chiefs had no line going into the bowl. Good, good on that. But uh, beyond that, I mean, it's just having uh, it, it's this thing where QAnon tells us constantly and forever that celebrities are dumb, vapid morons who parrot deep state talking points and are part of the cabal's propaganda machine, and we should all hate every uh, dumb dumb we see on our television because they're all bad people. Unless that person says something QAnon likes, then they're incredible. They're yeah. awesome. They're the absolute best. So, well, let's just call it how it is. Sports is sort of like the last avenue for some truly conservative loons loons to like break it into the big leagues in terms of celebrity. Well, I guess that and also politics, but like you can't do it through like movies. You know what I mean? Like, like Dwayne, the rock Johnson could not be uh, like an anti-Semite. And so I'd be getting the, getting the roles that he's doing. Like, like Hollywood is pretty woke. Uh, when hey, it comes you, to- don't, don't go speaking for the rock. He could be incredibly anti-Semitic and maybe he's just smart. <laughs> and doesn't say anything about it. Fair enough. I, I I'm sorry, Dwayne, the rock Johnson. I guess you could be one of the more wily anti-Semites. <laughs> Uh, that was a turn of phrase I did not expect to hear today. Don't, don't you put non-anti-Semitic words in The Rock's mouth. But yeah, but like you can still be, uh, I mean, and, and the politics thing is just like sort of recently, like Trump emboldened the Republican Party to allow just crazy yeah, he people. It. Like, he so, said it like it was. He, yeah. He told it, he to- he told it like it was. But forever, sports has been the avenue for that. Like, you know, you could be... Uh, you could be some sort of like hotshot football player and just be like, I just don't think women should vote. Like, and, and, and it would be like, and it would be like, ah, you suck, but you throw ball good. So it's I mean, fine. Let's, let's be fair. Democracy really has gone downhill since we gave women the vote. <laughs> I mean, I think we've, I think we've brought it up last week, but for fuck's sake, uh, Patrick Mahomes puts ketchup on steak. Like, who does that? Yeah. I, it's him and Trump. Like, yeah, exactly. And and, tr- and Trump likes his steak like burnt to a crisp. I mean, it's just I don't know. Even an, even a perfect cl- uh, Super Bowl winning clock can be wrong twice a day. I don't know. the 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 metaphor has its limits when I try and flip <laughs> it. I hear that. Uh, I hear that Matt Gates really loves veal. 
No. L's deep meaty cut of the week. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> L's meaty veal cut. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Medium, medium veal just really got me. Just I do not like that. That is that is unpleasant. Uh, uh, oh my god! Speaking of speaking of school aged children, uh, we they won't be hearing anything about critical race theory in schools. So, oh, oh god, no! Critical race theory. I think the my, my favorite thing about critical race theory is I saw a comment on Twitter that critical race theory is the new Sharia law, and it just, that just clicked. It just like hit so hard because. It's just find something that sounds scary and could be offensive to white people and then just freak out and lose your shit over it and start screaming about it. And this is the thing. Children are not taught critical race theory. Critical race theory is some like high level stuff that you can go to college for or like try to learn in law school. This is not uh, stuff that is taught in third grade along with multiplication and division and that kind of stuff. This is not something that little Timmy goes to school and while he figures out that uh, like uh, when you put an acid and a base together, you get a volcano or whatever and basic, and basic stuff like that. Then on top of that, white people are bad and they should uh, pay reparations to black people for slavery and all that kind of stuff. It's, one of these things where you come up with a term, you make it sound scary, you make it sound offensive, and then you freak everybody out about it. And then you turn that around and say that like literally all of America's flaws that have happened in our past are being used to tear down the white man in the modern age of America. And that's yeah. not cool. So now we have to uh, literally whitewash America's past. And it's really funny that we're like passing bills to ban critical race theory in quotes, which I don't even know what that means in the sense that like, what, we can't talk about what caused slavery and all that kind of stuff or the civil war, blah, blah, blah. At the same time that we just literally made Juneteenth a national holiday, like like the stain of slavery ending once and forever in America is now a national holiday. That day commemorating when we finally ended it in the last section of America that had it. And then when when we kind of ended it, it yeah. took a while. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we because that's the thing is we had like we had the Emancipation Proclamation, which kind of ended it in where the the Confederacy was still fighting. Then we passed the Thirteenth Amendment that ended it for everyone that was willing to accept the law of America. And then we finally ended it again on Juneteenth when we sent the army down to Texas to tell the slavers, stop owning fucking slaves. It's illegal. You pieces of shit. And uh, as someone pointed out, Texas has celebrated Juneteenth for like 60 years now. And Texas hasn't fallen into a socialist cesspool somehow. Well, uh, we, we and we also finally ended it after Lincoln was assassinated because it, it probably takes quite a bit longer if he doesn't. Oh. Uh, oh, die. Well, no. Well, the the bill had passed the uh, House and the Senate. It was just going through the states for ratification after yeah. Lincoln caught one in the head, as it were. So, but it was the the forward room. The the big thing was getting it out of the House, and uh, I, 
uh, Mike's old timey history lesson here could take up the rest of the podcast, but I'm not going to do that. But yeah. that was save, that was, save for the bonus material. Mike's critical race theory. Yes. Uh, but that, that was basically the whole thing was, uh, Lincoln was really worried that if the war ended without slavery being, with the Constitution Amendment being passed, that America would just get lazy on that shit. Cause America was really oh, racist back then. Absolutely. And so we bribed and arm twisted and cajoled the house into passing it. And then we're like, cool. And that'll be over before the war is over. And now I'm going to go see a play. Bad idea. So yeah, yeah. Uh, America effective, not efficient. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so cri- critical race theory, quote unquote, is just like the process of teaching like, you know, young children that the white man should probably be held accountable for endless atrocities. That seems fine by me. I'm white. Yeah, say, let it, yeah obviously. I mean, we, like we, we fucked up the world pretty bad. I mean, yeah, it, and as it as it stands, like Mike said, all the stuff we just talked about for the last couple of minutes I didn't hear any of that until I went to college and none of that, like actual anything that would be even close, considered close to critical race theory. I didn't hear until uh, I got to college and took a college level history class from a tenured professor who did not give a fuck. They're like, Hey, she's just like, they can't fire me. I I specialize in medieval history. I don't want to be teaching this. So I'm just going to give you straight unvarnished truth. Oh, yeah. And it's like really just going through America's past. You uh, start off with slavery, then the cotton gin, then the Civil War. And you can throw in the Trail of Tears and how terrible we were to Native Americans that whole time. Yeah, I was about to say, I mean, for what it's worth, you were just like, you start with slavery. And it's just like, oh, no, the white man was fucking with colored people way before that. Oh, yeah. Literally the second we were boots on the ground, we were just like, hey, nice land you've lived on for thousands of years that we just discovered. It's ours now. We discovered it. They're (laughs) like, what about us? No. Yeah. So it's like, that's the thing is that we took this nation from. Hey, we gave him a lot of blankets for free. There was nothing wrong with them. Very nice. The nicest people in the world when it comes to blanket gifts. But we took this nation from one group of people and then imported another group of people under the bondage of slavery to have them work for us while we, again, stole the land from those people. And then when we got to the West Coast, we brought in all these Chinese immigrants to work as slaves for us as well. So, I mean, it's just like America... don't forget the Irish! Oh, oh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) There is nothing I enjoy more than my uh, racist, conservative Irish friends uh, screaming about Irish slavery and how they, we never complained about it for generations. It's like, you're complaining about it now. It's the only way for them to get their foot in the door and something that is like the textbook definition of a non-white experience like being yeah i was gonna say being enslaved is was like a thing that we were doing to other races but like white like some white people just gotta get their fucking they just gotta be in everything they they even need to be in the talk about they're just like we need to feel bad we we were slaves too we're white we get everything including slavery (laughs) like yeah no pump your brakes the irish were racist against but nowhere near as much as other uh, and the ongoing foreverness of everyone else. So, uh, oh yeah, I, I mean that was the thing about uh, America through the generations was who did we confer whiteness to for the longest time? Yeah. So it started with English settlers, and then the German settlers got knocked down a peg or two until they became too numerous. 
And then when the Irish and the Italians showed up, they were the low men on the totem pole for a long time until they were around long enough. They were like, ah, we don't hate you guys anymore because now we're more mad. We're more mad about the people coming in from the South and, uh, the people that we now have to give rights to that we brought here originally as slaves. And that ain't cool. So, I mean, it's just like eventually all the people who had the pale skin were able to work their way up. Whereas the people with the not pale skin managed to stay down on the totem pole, social totem pole. You said everyone pale skin worked their way up. I've got some bad news for the people of the Jewish faith. Oh, well, (laughs) I mean, I feel like, Historic, like on the historical timeline, Jews are probably doing the best they've ever done right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, you can't. I mean, anti-Semitism absolutely exists, but I, I think that that is something that. But it's in also America- like universally condemned. I, I'm not. I'm not saying that. Like, I'm not saying that. Like, obviously, that Jews are not persecuted against by some like fucking assholes. But I am saying that like. It's gotten to the point where everyone's just like, oh, what the fuck, man? Leave the Jews alone. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, reasonable people are just like, what? That's fucked up. <laughs> Here's the thing. Whiteness can be revoked at any time. It just takes, like, one event, and then the racists are just like, no, you're not white anymore. And oh, a lot of people forget that. Absolutely. That That is the thing, is creating an other is something that always exists. I mean, in Japan, because it's such a homogeneous, xenophobic nation, they have blood type discrimination in Japan. I mean, they find ways to differentiate from each other and then get mad at each other about it. I mean, Guys, that is- I hate to break it to you, but this conversation is a real bummer. Let's, yeah. let's, let's get back to talking about specifically the GOP's reaction to this critical race theory shit and then move on. Yeah. Uh, I was going to jump us straight to Mike Liddell, Lindell, uh, the MyPello guy. He's always good for a laugh. And he's he's doing some good old fashioned goalpost moving. Uh, I, yeah. Uh, the one thing I wanted to finish there real quick was there was literally a uh, protest last night at a school board assembly about critical race theory and two people got arrested because they were so bent out of shape over it. I, I, they don't even know what it means. They've just heard the words and they're upset. Can you imagine just like having Tucker Carlson brainworm you so hard that you go to a school board meeting and get so bent out of shape that police are like, Look, angry white person, we don't want to arrest you. Please calm down. And then you're just like, no, they're critical race theorying my children. I can't accept. And they're like, we have to arrest you now. I can't believe it has come to this. You colossal dum-dum that you in America at a school board meeting have gotten so off the rails. We have to cuff you and stuff you now. You idiot. But uh, it's just that. It's just that, like, these these people are being bent out of shape over nothing. It's This is a made-up uh, argument. This is a made-up thing. It's ridiculous. And speaking of made-up ridiculous arguments... Um, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Mike Lindell has... Uh, he's now got this new idea, this new uh, big thing that is... Full-size pillows that, oh. like, you could make to look like a lady and, and hug... <laughs> Can you can you put an anime girl on the cover? What is the that hell is an anime that's, girl? That's gross. You're gross. <laughs> oh, I'm, ta- but- I'm talking about a real woman, like like on uh, like on the beer ads. <laughs> yes, the beer, beer. ads. I love that. 
<laughs> but so uh, his dream, besides the giant body pillow with the real woman on it, um, that's not anime. He wants to have, he wants to like rent out like a stadium. He wants to like go to Gillette Stadium or somewhere in America and rent out a football stadium or whatever and bring in like, as he, as he says in his unbelievably inarticulate way, the cyber guys. And <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I heard him say all this. Yeah. He's like, the, I'm going to bring in the cyber guys. And then after he brings in the cyber guys, he'll bring in all kinds of uh, federal law enforcement and all kinds of politicians. Wait, what the fuck are cyber guys? <laughs> he, uh, it's what he calls. The the auditors, anyone oh, who touches, ninjas. yeah, anyone who touches a computer is a cyber guy to Mike Lindell. Yeah, it, basically, it's the it's his idea. Is what he calls like anonymous or any hacking group or people. He's, that a, can, he's a boomer. Wait, the cyber cyber guys. Whoever whoever fixes his computer at the MyPello offices is his cyber guy. Right, Geek Squad is is, is the cyber Geek guys. Squad. So the cyber guys are going to grab the uh, packets. He keeps talking about these packets. The, the packet grabs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He loves talking and, about those. And he has no idea what the packet grabs are. And I think the Washington Post has already said that, like, if you translate them, it's just the voter rolls. It's not actual votes. There's nothing to this. But he's going to uh, bring out the packet grabs, and he's going to show them to everybody. And once he's done this thing... Everyone will see that we were attacked by China and there'll be no possible way to think that we weren't attacked by China. And then we'll go to the Supreme Court and they will agree that we were attacked by China and rule nine zero, which I don't. Absolute nine zero. Absolute nine zero. I don't understand what that means. Like, how do you like bring a case to the Supreme Court that China hacked our election? Like, what is that lawsuit, and how does that uh, grow? As how were? do you bring a case to the Supreme Court that they refuse to hear? It, it's just, it, it's just Donald such- Trump and Patriots v. China. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just this really bizarre idea that our legal system works in such a way that, like, I don't know, we don't uh, arrest Biden and Kamala Harris and the people that rigged the election. We don't do all those things. We just go to the Supreme Court and and say, hey, Supreme Court, make Trump president again. And the Supreme Court's like, you got it, Captain. Boom. Nailed it. Uh, And the other thing that I love about Mike Lindell and all of this uh, is that he keeps saying we're going to pull down this election and we're going to fix it. And that is such old tiny horse racing talk. It's obvious this guy had a massive gambling problem at one time along with the addiction problems that he had with uh, cocaine as well, because the only people that talk about quote unquote, pulling something down after a review are horse betters. And it's just, I just hear that every time I hear him say that, I just think to myself that like, this is a guy who um, has been at the track many times and has been very upset that his, uh, his uh, twin try uh, lost because his horse bumped another horse and that horse got pulled down by those, uh, those fucking, these fucking stewards, this shit's rigged and blah, blah. And it's, it just, it just makes me laugh every time I hear that from him. And he, has spent all this time 
saying that August Trump will be president. But his latest speech, he told the crowd that he'll pres- that Trump will be president by the fall for sure. That was his like. Did he say why he moved the goalpost so hard no. from August? I, I think he was mostly just talking about how it's just going to take a little more time to get the evidence to get it before the Supreme Court. But the cyber guys got tied up in blockchain, so they need to. <laughs> it'll, it'll take them longer to download the digit packets. Hack the planet. Oh, it's all about that. It, it, that is his world. That is his world. He thinks that all of this stuff is literally hackers. And bring me crash override. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what do you think Razor and Blade are up to? Baristas. Baristas. <laughs> uh, what is the plague up to? Is he in, still in jail? I mean, I'm just. I mean, also a barista. <laughs> <laughs> He's a barista at a rival. They're all right. baristas. <laughs> yeah, cafe. It's, it's like you know, hackers from the nineties and anyone with a liberal arts degree. Yeah. <laughs> So the, the so the other funny thing about all of this is while Lindell has now declared that President Trump will be back in office for sure by the mm-hmm, fall, mm-hmm. so Lindell has decided to move that clock back to sometime in November, I guess, whenever whatever the seasons actually are. So um, I guess like whatever the autumnal equinox is is now his hard deadline. And I can't wait for uh, in August for him to be talking about Trump is going to be our Christmas gift. President Trump for the holidays, baby. I mean, it's absolute 1225. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's just the the constant need to uh, freak out while also never having to pay this off is the hallmark of how these grifters operate. <laughs> Don't make me tap the sign. Yeah. <laughs> Trump is not going to be president again. Yeah. And, but um, while he is doing all of this stuff, uh, Trump is uh, sending out his statements. I don't even know where he, I assume that his statements come out via like an email list that he has. Cause now that he shuttered his stupid blog that no one was reading. Um, so Trump is posting all of this nonsense uh, that is, of course, riling up QAnon more than ever about this stuff. Uh, he um, whined that Georgia purged 100,000 voters from the voter rolls uh, recently. And he's like, why did Kemp uh, do this before his reelection bid, but not mine? And then uh, he ended it by saying, but don't fret. Much other information, because he's more gooder at words, will soon be revealed about Georgia and other states as well. It is coming out fast, all caps, and furious, all caps. The 2020 presidential election was rigged, exclamation point, because he talks like your racist uncle on uh, Facebook. Do you suppose that he, uh, because I saw this, and do you suppose that he capitalized and uh, made very obvious the fast and furious part? to try to capitalize on the release of Fast 9. I I would I would have to believe that like someone in his staff was like thinking that maybe he could like slip in on the algorithms by doing that. I I think that like someone like uh, Dan Scavino or someone who was more uh tech savvy and understood this stuff was like, "Hey, if we throw in a Fast and Furious here, 
and make it really obvious. Uh, maybe the algorithms grab it. Maybe the liberal trolls grab it and start making fun of it. But by making fun of it, they signal boost it. Maybe our conserva bros like try to like tie it into the movie. I mean, there was obviously something going on there with that. And also uh, because Can you fat- fit Guardians of the Galaxy into this post somehow? <laughs> we're trying to we're trying to announce the new Transformers movie. Anyway, he could say Optimus Prime. Yeah, can we get you? Can we get you to say Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings for us? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we work that in organically. <laughs> yep. The bo- <laughs> book of Boba Fett. Can he just say? God, can you imagine Trump trying to say Boba Fett? Just mush mouthing his way. I, through I would it. absolutely, I would absolutely love it, Wayboy, if, if that was the route that Trump went with his like dumb blog that nobody read and his stupid like from the fake desk of a former president of the United States comes my missive that they won't let me put on Twitter. It's just like you should watch Loki because <laughs> he just like completely sells out. That would be incredible. The thing that's really funny about that is, like, if the mouse, if someone, if, like, Bezos or someone was like, yo, Trump, here's, like, an actual billion dollars, because you don't actually have any money. Here's a billion dollars. You're now my corporate bitch. You just do whatever I tell you to and shut up. Trump would just do it. He would sell out so hard and so fast. He sold sold that to China and Russia, like, already. I want want a voice pack that turns my Alexa into Trump. <laughs> just be like, hey, what a Alexa, nightmare! Or, or order me twelve boxes of waffles. And just be like, yeah, I'm going to order your waffles. For- You're going to get so many waffles. <laughs> you won't believe how great huge, waffles are going to be. Huge waffles. <laughs> huge waffles one. that I can totally eat with my not tiny hands. <laughs> the best waffles. All the people are saying it. This man walked up to me with tears in his eyes, and he said, "Sir, these waffles are so incredible. You have no idea." The best part uh, about this bit is it reveals that none of us has a Donald Trump in our pocket, which is fine. None, no, none, no. absolutely none. I don't not want to have one. I didn't I'm, want I'm, to confuse the audience anymore because earlier they were clearly asking themselves, "Where did El go?" and "Who is this dapper Southern gentleman that's guesting <laughs> on the podcast this week?" Uh, he, uh, oh, Trump, uh, Trump had another post where he was whining about the story about the do. He's him trying to stick the DOJ on Saturday Night Live for being too mean to him. And uh, at the end of his whiny screed, calling that fake news, um, he uh, at- ended uh, with, with 2024 or before, indicating that maybe he'll be president sooner than 2024. Which again is also wrong because the next time he could be president would be on uh, January twentieth, two thousand twenty-five. But uh, no way, man! The the presidency is what you want it to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the president. Yes, we, we we need to teach our young, probably white Americans that any of them, except for probably the women, can be the president, and that the president can be or do whatever they want. <laughs> well, Trump's going to be president a minute now, according to the people in Arizona, because that audit is still going. Yeah, but the, the cyber guys—they're on it. Yeah, <laughs> cyber guys are working on it. I picture, I'm picturing like the, the like the bad guys from like fucking like uh, like VR troopers or uh, superhuman samurai cyber squad, just like a, some some dumb putty looking thing in a weird costume, just like yeah, the cyber guys. <laughs> 
So uh, I think my favorite thing to start on the uh, the interminable uh, grift in Arizona, which is really hilarious because they said it was over on June 14th, which was Trump's birthday, which was yeah. symbolism and Flag Day and blah blah blah. And then and then Cyber Ninja's like, we ain't going to be done until August. I don't know what the fuck you were talking about. We're we're dragging this scam out for forever. So yeah, as soon as it stops, they can't charge anymore. Right, and also as soon as it stops. They have to produce something, and then the Arizona Republican, the Senate, the Republicans, uh, Republicans who run Arizona, then have to take the shit sandwich that Cyber Ninjas give them, and they have to do something with it. That is going. I mean, uh, praying medic who actually lives in Arizona was like, "Hey, Arizona GOP, you have only one job to do, and that is to fix the corruption in these elections. And if you do not do it, we will replace you." signed a voter so you have this dumb angry QAnon block of uh, republican voters in arizona that these idiots are going to have to face in republican primaries coming up and i'm sure that winning a seat in arizona is probably something along the lines of like sixty thousand votes if that so if you're in the wrong district and your district's a little too pilled for your liking, you could be out of a job really soon if you don't go after somebody with the Cyber Ninja's results. Yeah, they called this a uh, critical replace theory. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this is the great replacement. Whoa. It's where you <laughs> get replaced by a nut who will uh, try to arrest people without evidence or the law on their side because that's what their gibbering mob of uh, QAnon voters wanted from them. So uh, so they have to deal with all this shit. Meanwhile, you have our boy, Ron Watkins, a.k.a. Totally Not Q, uh, posting Not Q drops on his Telegram, uh, which, in, which were in order. Uh, President Trump did not concede because nothing can stop what is coming. Uh, frog, uh, fraud visitates everything because he learned that word a few weeks ago and he's never going to stop being into the ground. It'd and be then, cool if it was frog visitates everything. I, oh, God. Uh, I, I also believe the word is vidiates. Vidiates? Okay, I'll take vidiates. I, I think so. I don't think there's an S in it, but I'm not looking at the word, so I, I yeah, think yeah, the, the S is at the end and I can't say words, so I'm going yeah, to... I, th- I think it's vidiates. Vidiates. Okay. It's, like, uh, it's like if you guys ever saw that uh, Lonely Island produced thing, the Seven Days in Hell where uh, Jon Snow's yeah. character yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> just learned the word indubitably. Just saying indubitably at everything. <laughs> and then uh, he he then gives us some Riddler cue uh, by saying, if you steal a TV and get caught, do you get to keep the TV? If you steal a car and get caught, do you get to keep the car? And then he finally says, uh, fill in the blanks. If you steal a blank and get caught, do you get to keep the blank? And then in the most ridiculous, childish thing that I've ever seen from one of these cretins, he posts uh, a Wheel of Fortune slash Hangman uh, bunch of dashes with the letters L, C, T, and N, and then says, I'd like to buy a vowel uh, because the rest of the thing is vowels that would spell out election. Because apparently Ron Watkins... Oh, I thought it was going to be lockstep. I didn't know if he was in on that. No, I thought it was going to be erection. (laughs) <laughs> yes, for his life size Ray doll. Uh, yeah, well, it's soon to be upgraded to the 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 my girlfriend by my pillow. Yes. <laughs> hey, Ron be... Watkins, let me upgrade your cartoon girlfriend to a real girlfriend. It's going to be the Dominion pillow any minute now. <laughs> yes. 
so uh so ron is doing all this stuff and uh they are continuing i mean literally it's all these uh qanon telegram is just a bunch of clips of rachel maddow talking about how dumb this audit is and how unprofessional and poorly run it is. And then bringing on guests who are either tied to Arizona or understand how these things work that will talk about what a fraud it is. And then they just clip, they just chop up Rachel's commentary. They're like, look at the panic there. She's crying on television. She's so scared. She knows she's going down and we're bringing the house comes down with her. Oh, they're so fucked. Those dumb libs. And they got him. They yeah, got we got him. him. We got him. We got him cold. It's uh, like it, it's like they, these people love to rearrange words to try to make it sound like anything relevant. Like Nostradamus. Like Nostradamus wrote so many goddamn words down in his book of prophecies that if you mix them up however you wanted, like yeah, you can make it sound like he prophesized anything. Hey, the, the Lord of Terror is going to show up any minute now. You shut up. Yeah, and it, I'm still yeah. waiting for the storm wave. <laughs> <laughs> It, it, you yeah. got it. You lived through it. it, it really? Because it felt like Joe Biden won the election. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to run that one out it's there. It's all L. It's all a trap. This is all part of the plan. Trust the plan. This is all to get him to do even more illegal shit. So that yeah, they but I brought my board to like shred on this wave. No, it it's happening. Come. You're living the storm wave right now. But I feel like I'm not shredding anything, really. I feel like no, I'm just sort of standing they, on my board. They put laser etched watermarks on the ballots so that they could catch them in even greater uh, crimes so that they could get them on more crimes. You know, now that you mentioned it, I do feel like I'm surfing. Thanks. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> and, then, and that is how pilling works. It really is. <laughs> all, all, all of these all of these pricks do this. I see them all the time. Uh, just make a post where they're like, hey, guys, I can really feel the momentum shifting. Can you? And it, it's just this thing where you tell people good stuff is happening and then ask them if you if they believe you. And what are they going to do? Say no, good things aren't happening. That's not what they're here for. They're here for the fun. They're here for the vibes. They're not here to say, no, nothing's happening. Biden's still the president. Uh, the audit will achieve nothing. Uh, we're never going to win. I mean, because if you do that, you're blackpilling. You're a downer. You're a bad guy. And then you're, and then you're excommunicated from the from the church. I mean, that's how this works. And then, and then the wave crashed into the Capitol building on January 6th. Or did it? Or was it Antifa? <laughs> Or no, was it, was, it? it was the FBI, but we we have actually charged an oath keeper. We have our first. This is this is the we talked about this before. This is the first guilty charge from the sixth. Right? We have finally. Yeah, we now have our first guilty plea. Plea, um, guilty plea. Yeah, okay. first guilty plea. Yeah. So I mean, it. Th- this is now the slow. Uh, grinding force of our justice system where um, finally one of these guys and uh, hilariously uh, literally the uh, headline of um, some of these cases is Florida man pleads guilty, which is like hilarious. Uh, They're not wrong. No, but uh, the first oath keeper, uh, Grayson Young, uh, which is, which is part of a, a 16 person conspiracy case, uh, he has pleaded, pled guilty, and uh, this is the first uh, pr- 
person who is part of one of the actual right wing militia movements to uh, be like, you know, I'm not going to try to fight this. I'm going to try to cut a deal and um, try to. Oh, is he cutting a deal? Is he going to start flipping on other Oath Keepers? You would have to you have to assume that's why he's the first Oath Keeper to do this. So tasty. So uh, this is uh, th- th- this is the um, the stack formation that they talk like those guys that were like coming up like in like a snake the guys that were in all black and like the the people that were like quote unquote like the serious dudes that uh, probably uh, were along the lines of like the zip tie guy and those other people that seem to be there not just to do a photo op and maybe uh, punch Mitt Romney in the head if they ran into him they were looking to actually do some like big boy terrorism. And, um, so like zip tie guy and his mom. Yes. And so he is, he got charged with, uh, six crimes, including conspiracy and aiding and betting, uh, of the, um, obstruction of the congressional proceeding, AKA counting the electoral votes. So they were like throwing like real things at him. And this guy, uh, Grayson Young was also, uh, photographed of Roger Stone, uh, at some point in his existence. So, Good, our boy Roger, uh, totally not up up to his neck with uh, people that were involved in this. Yeah, but again, all this is at the FBI. It was all entrapment. Uh, none of this is actually really real. Uh, this is just uh, the the reality denial nature of QAnon, where uh, at the end of the day, a lot of people who have a lot of ties to right wing extremism are going to go down for this. And those people are going to be seen as martyrs and heroes to the cause for uh, <laughs> yeah, QAnon, while uh, somehow the FBI tricked them into running into the Capitol. Um, Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. One of the uh, someone on my timeline uh, actually uh, linked a photo of uh, two Ben Garrison um, cartoons, and the first cartoon was like patriots with Trump flags ripping open the dome of the Capitol building and like staring down at McConnell and Pelosi and all of the rest of the corrupt swamp creatures, and they were like, "Can you hear us now?" And the the guy is wearing a MAGA hat and a stop to steal uh, sweater, and uh, the signs in the crowd are Trump won, drain the swamp, and all this kind of stuff. And that was how uh, Ben Garrison saw the insurrection, basically as it happened. 
his recent uh, photo on the his recent cartoon on the insurrection is uh, the FBI is an evil feral looking cat uh, that is grabbing a MAGA mouse with a Trump 2020 flag um, and pushing him towards a mouse trap that has a piece of cheese that uh, says freedom of speech is very hard to follow. Yeah. And the, the trap itself is the dome of the Capitol with sharp teeth on it. That's going to come down and kill the mouse when the, when the, when the mouse goes for that free speech cheese, which uh, I, yeah, to the artist's credit, I mean, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. His art is still dumb and, and bad and he is clearly a piece of shit, but uh, anything is going to sound crazy if it's described to you, yeah. <laughs> especially a political cartoon. So, like, let, let me let me see if you're on board with this one. The FBI is depicted by a feral cat in some sort of G-man coat and hat. <laughs> it's just like, wait, what? We're, like, it's already it's already pretty weird. Yes. And so we've gone from literally the, the, the people of America standing up and demanding a fair election to, yeah, the FBI set him up. Those fucking assholes, fucking FBI, fucking cops. I mean, it's just. The it's FBI just, dangled that precious cheese of an election they lost fairly in front of them, and it drove them mad, mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It sure did. Yeah, so so this is what our uh, angry little children are complaining about uh, this week. As again, the guilty pleas are slowly rolling in, and we're probably going to start having trials probably through the fall and the winter as the people that contest the charges eventually get processed through the legal system and have their day in court. Where yeah, I mean, so at some point we are going to get a wave of convictions of enemies of the state, <laughs> but just not in the way that Q wanted or predicted. It's sort of like this yeah. weird, like self-fulfilling, self-fulfilling, like monkey's paw prophecy. <laughs> I mean, eventually we're going to get Q Shaman's day in court and he will get some scream time because he is hilarious. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it is this very, uh, and, and the thing about it, again, they're going to go to jail. We are going to have the names of these people. We're going to have the people, the groups that they're associated with. We're going to know that they were wearing uh, Q and MAGA gear at the protest because they were dumb enough to videotape themselves doing all of these things. Boy, were they. So we're going to know who these people were. We're going to know why they did what they did. And mysteriously, these like shadowy FBI agents who lured them into the trap were all just going to like fade away into the smoke somehow. Like they were never even there in the first I'm place. I'm willing to believe that the FBI and other law enforcement agencies had moles within these organizations, the Oath Keepers, the Boogaloo Boys, the Three Percenters. But uh Yeah. Just because they had moles does not mean they led them to do this. There were thousands of people there. Yeah. And the other thing is, is that uh, these groups, they run their operations in cells. The entire yeah. point of this is to prevent uh, infiltrators from being able to tear down the whole network by having it be interconnected. You uh, air gap it, as it were, where you the North Carolina branch doesn't talk to the Alabama branch, which doesn't talk to the New York branch. Like, nobody knows what anybody else is doing. And if you do talk to each other, 
that becomes a kind of like a red alert thing. Like how much do we tell those guys? Can we trust those guys from the, from the other branch? Cause they might have an infiltrator inside of them and we don't want to give more information that could be used against us. Should we be doing fucking terrorism, which is what <laughs> the attack on the sixth was. No, absolutely. It was. You guys just like, don't want to admit that you were wrong about the effectiveness of the FBI's elite flash mob squad. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they they <laughs> they did that whole music video where where they dance with the lights, real great. Fucking with Christopher Walken. I can't remember the name of that if song. If the FBI should be life. doing anything, it should be defending us against Chinese spies. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. They should absolutely be defending us against Chinese spies like uh, Dong Jinwei, who uh, apparently has defected to America or hasn't. Uh, actual like news sources that are trying to deal with this story. What's up with this? I saw a blurb about a Chinese spy, a big one, defecting, and we have it here in the notes, and I could not find a good way to segue to Chinese spy, but... Um, what is going on? Like so, uh, in reality world, we the answer is we don't fucking know because uh, there's the, the, uh, Dong Jiwei is apparently like Chinese China's top counterintelligence official. Like this guy is really plugged in to the uh, the Communist Party and the and the head of their government and all of this right. kind of, and, and that kind of stuff. If this guy actually did defect, it'd be a huge deal. And the moment these rumors broke out. Uh, QAnon was out of their minds that like this, like because everything is the domino that starts the whole yeah. chain reaction that triggers the Great Awakening. They lost their shit the moment this came out, and also because uh, QAnon have the uh, intellectual maturity of a seven year old, everything they everything they said had to do with the fact that his name is Dong. They yes. were just they were just like, oh, the big Dong is going to bring down the deep state. Oh, and just uh, these people are so obsessed with uh, transgender people and gays and now the dong is coming for them yeah just, yeah it, i love dog no homo yeah it just all of the, it's just so, so in your language in yeah. my language your name means genitals yes uh so uh this was this was it and there was all this talk about how uh, he defected to uh dia instead of the uh cia because he knew the cia were uh controlled by the cabal where somehow trump uh had purified the dia and biden wasn't able to re-corrupt them in the five months that he's been president i i don't know sounds right but again, just just when QAnon's on a roll, you just let them go. You don't you don't ask them for they're, actual. They're logic. such they're such scamps. Yes. So uh, basically, uh, they just believed that like this was the end of the world. That we finally mm-hmm. got the guy who's going to come to the world and reveal that uh, COVID was a bioweapon that had been unleashed on us by a coordinated deep state attack. Uh, that the Chinese uh, interfered in the election to make Trump lose. He's just going to spill all the tea. He's just going to, he's just going to just tear this whole corrupt uh, house of cards down and save the world. Uh, Mr. Big Dong, as it were. So uh, meanwhile, the people who actually do the reporting, we don't even know if he's actually defected or not. Like what is going on with this guy? Where is he located? Like nobody really knows. It, this is just um, 
it's one of those things. I mean, where, does, does he have Chinese military training? If so, the U.S. agents will never find him. <laughs> he's Jason well, Bourne. Uh, he's, 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 Jason Bourne didn't have Chinese military training. He's, he's my, my version did. Oh, he, okay. He's Jason Bourne of an eight pack. I mean, so he's 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 as masculine as fuck. You have no I idea. You. I mean, his name is Dong. He's a Chinese military agent. Oh my god, this guy, this guy's oh, got tough shit. It's Jason Bourne. <laughs> this guy's got testosterone through the roof. I mean, he's he is literally all that is man. And uh, there's been talk that he has been uh, like missing. Um, that like he was in public appearances where a person of his stature should be in attendance for a communist party, uh, meet and greets and grip and grins and all that kind of stuff. He's been quote unquote off the grid as it were. So that's really weird. So um, what is going on with him has to be uh, figured out. Cause this kind of is a, uh, a big move of a piece on the, on the geopolitical chessboard as it were. Yeah. But, but when it comes to our friends in the paranoid uh, conspiracy theory world, every move on the chessboard means only one thing. Checkmate. We've won. We did it. <laughs> that, that's it. This is it. It's all done. Yeah, We I mean, win. Yeah, Game it, over. It, right. It's Stormwave. <laughs> like QAnon is literally E4 checkmate. Just, you moved a pawn once. Yep, game's over. We did it. We win. You no, uh, no, nothing, nothing's happened. That's the first move of the game, and it's like then they're already just like off in the corner celebrating, being carried carried off the field. <laughs> it's that meme where the guy is just like spraying himself with champagne, and then it pans out, and he's at the very bottom of the the podium. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he got, he got like, and I've seen the meme where he's like third or he's like twelfth, and like that's basically it. I mean, that's basically what QAnon is. It's just they see anything, any cause to celebrate, and that's it. They're celebrating. Bro, I well, can feel the wave. It's super gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> I am I, I'm I'm a much bigger fan of L's Stoner Bro QAnon supporter than his uh his, than his folksy southern lawyer. He is word. channeling ancient uh Ninja Turtle character Mondo Gecko. I nailed it. That was exactly who I was going for. Yeah. I, did, I didn't know that you'd recognize the Gexter, but I'd be very sure you No, I, knew, I know how big a fan you are of Mondo Gecko. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's all geckos. Gex, the Geico Gecko, Mondo, you know, the the, the whole gamut. The, the Mount Rushmore of geckos. Plus, there's a fourth one. <laughs> there's a fourth secret gecko. Regular ass gecko. Or ba- Basket Rootwalla. Honorary gecko Basket Rootwalla. <laughs> Oh, I I remember how much you loved the art on that card. That card was just the bee's knees and the cat's pajamas back in the day. Oh, I, st- I still love it. Everybody knows that my favorite magic card is Baskin <laughs> It is known. This is known. Yeah. So uh, that is, uh, I think that pretty much covers the news we have this week, as it were. Um, so it's time to hit up ye old mailbag to see what our audience wants to know about. Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. Good old questions. No way uh, we can derail any questions. Our first question comes from Old McWatkins, who uh, L would be a huge fan of because his avatar is Ron Watkins and his dumb Wagyu cowboy hat. Uh, asking, basically, uh, fuck, Mary, kill, uh, Ghost Ezra, EIT, and Utah. 
And uh, my answer to that is uh, you just kill Ghost Ezra every time and then flip a coin. Yeah, yeah the that, that's all. That's all you for the answer because I yeah. am. I don't yeah. know enough about any of those guys. Uh, Ghost Ezra is the neo Nazi, so fuck that yeah, guy. I, I knew that much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not keeping that guy around for one more second than I have to. If, if this is one, of, if this is that game, then that game is solved very quickly. Uh, IET is a uh, chiropractor. So he's probably like kind of touchy feely and handsy. So maybe he would be good in the sack. I don't know. And Qtaw's just a dumb weirdo. So I could have an icy marriage with Qtaw if it ever came down to it. <laughs> I mean, but, as uh, far as I know, we're all like straight dudes. So I don't think serving us up, I don't think serving us up this question will re- reveal much. Like yeah. you didn't get, you didn't get the lady Q nuts involved for us. Like, you know, basic vanilla cishet white man. The lady Q-Nuts. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, you, yeah. you get your, your MTG, your Bobert. I'm sure there's like a third one that you could get for, for a real solid list. Oh, oh there's, uh, I mean, there's plenty of QAnon promoters out there who uh, are women that have like got their, who like present themselves out there. Not, they're not anonymously hiding behind like a, uh, a Wafu avatar, as it were. Like Travis View. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That sinister imposter who never told anyone he was under a stage name under any circumstances. Yeah, way to trick all those journalists, View. That yeah. is your real name, which it isn't. Got him. Uh. Uh, like me, the guy who accidentally do- got the Reigns family doxxed in Jamaica Plains this week. Because QAnon are morons. Oh, that's going to be really awesome when, like, I turn on the news in, like, two months and there's, like, there's, like a street brawl in Jamaica Plains where, like, some guy's got into a fist fight. And I just, like, see some, like, 46, I see some, like, 64-year-old man named Mike Reigns on television being like, yeah, this guy came at me screaming, where we go one, we go all. And I'm like, what is he talking about? And he started throwing started throwing pose at me. Just Give like, yourself credit, Mike. I'm sure at some point you will become a big enough target where they will sick their their anons with some actual competence behind them on you <laughs> oh oh man I, I i can't wait i can't wait for the day for actual toxic it's gonna be so magical mm, yeah that's how Actu- you, know you made it yeah yeah <laughs> canadian holiday doxing day yeah. anyway also i don't feel like i mean uh i'm not super in the mood to say that i want to kill anybody especially not on air on a broadcast so I'm gonna just right <laughs> yeah, but as far okay. as fucking and marrying like I don't know if Ghost Ezra, he, maybe he's a tender lover. Maybe he's a good lay. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> shit about the guy aside from the fact that he thinks whites reign supreme. And I happen to be white, so I'm sure he'd probably treat me pretty well. I've also so, got Aryan blue eyes, although my hair situation is, is a disaster. Maybe, 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 my, maybe, maybe my lily white skin and my baby blues would be enough for him to just like be real, uh, real generous in, in the bedroom. We may never know. Uh, I mean, in all likelihood, I will never know. I would say uh, that in nearly every possible universe, I never know. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, for anyone who wants to have your uh, fan fiction erotica between Ghost Ezra and L, feel free to uh, not write that and do not send it to us. Fuck all that shit. Um, Chairman Walkman asks, if you had to eat one animal at the zoo, what animal would it be? This question rules. It's something I've never thought about before. So, oh, man. Uh, I mean, Uh, I know there are, like, actual giraffe burgers and stuff. I'd I'd probably eat a penguin. They seem small and probably Dude, dude, penguin was on my list, too. Like, I just have no (laughs) idea what that experience would be like. Yeah. But 
I, I feel like there's a chance it just ends up being like most birds and then it's just kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's closer to duck. I do love duck. Penguin yeah. was on my short list. I mean, I kind of like, you know, as, ho- as horrific as it sounds, I'm kind of just like, Doug, what else are you going to have a chance to try elephant? Aside from like a weird hypothetical like this where some mad billionaire is just giving you a rifle and a butcher's knife and it's just like, go pick your dinner for the evening. <laughs> <laughs> I've had bear and bison and alligator and rattlesnake. Dog, your zoo is boring as fuck. Get uh, out of the pocket. <laughs> actual dolphin. I want to know. There we go. Like, dolphin. But a yeah, dolphin's dolphin. a zoo thing? I, you- I've. I mean, SeaWorld is a zoo, right? I don't think so. I, I think I, I, can I think it's, kind I mean, of, it's like an aqua, like an aquatic entertainment park, aquarium zoo. What do you? Yeah, got? what is an aquarium but not a zoo for fish? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah like hey, I, 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 we wanted him to go out of pocket. He went dolphin. I'm going to allow it. So. I want to. I, I mean, all the tuna cans say dolphin oh, free. Boom. I want to know what. Well, re- read that question back to me real quick. If you had to eat one animal at the zoo, which animal would you would say? Be? Humans. I'm going to say a zookeeper. That would absolutely yeah. be my real choice. 100. percent I blame that guy. Long pig. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. They're like, we said animal, and I'd just be like, come on now, that guy. Yeah. Uh, like, the kid who fell into Harambe's cage. <laughs> that does seem like it would be poetic justice, and he was at a zoo at the time. Yeah. There we go. I, th- yeah. I, th- I think between us, we figured it out. I think we solved out. it. Yeah, yeah. 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 We've, we've, we've cracked this nut of what is the, ta- the tastiest animal, which is the most dangerous animal of them all. So, uh, and, we get to do, we, and we get to have that conversation with the parents and just be like, your child took something magical away from the world, and now we the bill has come due. Yes. Yeah, it's real. Like I feel like it's a Black Mirror episode. Like I am going to kill it at your child. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hunt and eat this five-year-old. Why hunt? I don't know. It feels like you're supposed to. Yeah, the most dangerous I, game, and they're just like he's eleven. Yeah, <laughs> so dangerous. <laughs> I have no idea how old that kid is now. I, yeah. I don't know shit about that kid. Yeah. Hold on, one second, one second. Oh, oh no, we don't no, need, no, we don't no, need no, to look We're done. Up. We're, we're we're done. Did no. No. Harambe? No. I don't know how to spell Harambe. Yeah, good. We're done. So, uh, no Coward. one, asks, no one asks uh, what what's one QAnon belief that part even a very smart part of you subscribes to. This is incredibly easy and also incredibly disingenuous of me because Q believes that we landed on the moon and that the Earth is round. So I can believe in all of those things very easily. Um, um that there's that there's bad actors within the government. I I, I definitely believe that. Just not to the extent of you know drinking baby blood but i feel like I, on the podcast i have discussed a couple of times how uh i don't necessarily like i i'm not convinced that jeffrey epstein killed himself oh i can accept that i my working theory is he was allowed to uh, and encouraged to suicide himself yeah that like I'm, I'm assuming that the last talk he had with his lawyer his lawyer laid out some simple facts for him and it was just like make your own decision oh yeah by the way the guards are going to be asleep tonight yeah yeah you can you can spend the next 30 years in this hole and bring down everyone you've ever known and loved or the guards can be asleep tonight and so can you so yeah your call <laughs> so yeah I can totally see that being a situation that uh, was presented to him. And then he decided to uh, take the easy way out, as it were. Yeah. 
But uh, what's really funny is that, again, uh, Q literally made those statements, and I've run into so many QAnon supporters that are anti-moon landing and flat earthers, and it's just like, yeah, you, you guys don't care what Q says. All yeah, you care about they, they want to be special. They want to be special and know something that other people don't know. Yeah, they just want... And, and also, I mean, like, like we've, we've talked about this before, too, but at this point, Q is just sort of taken on its own life as, like, this amorphous blob that just absorbs other conspiracy yeah. theories. Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. It, it, it's the... QAnon is the ultimate improv comic in the sense that it will yes and anything you say. They just don't care. They just want to get you in the door and whatever... QAnon you, is the SCP that has gotten out of control. It's the it's the one that, it's the one that's leapt off the pages and into the real world and is now, like, an actual problem. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just... Uh, it's, it's, it, it's the actual mind worm that we've been talking about in those... Uh, in those in those articles for forever only now we don't actually have a uh bizarre entities uh network that can control and confine it it's uh, we need to create the spc in order to be able to stop this and we don't have that so it's- yeah they're the they're the scavenging ooze of conspiracy theories yeah and uh finally uh mole children are for hugs and not drugs asks uh what the fuck up, what the fuck is up with glenn greenwald which is uh, a, a question that is near and dear to my heart because I was a Glenn Greenwald sucker uh, when I first uh, came onto the internet as a doe-eyed uh, schmuck in the early 2000s because uh, basically I was on the internet in the 90s. Bill Clinton was president. Things were okay. Then w, then w got in and 9-11 happened and shit kind of sucked. So I started getting more political. And there was this guy, Clint Greenwald, and he was throwing all these punches at Bush for uh, all the bad shit that was happening in uh, Guantanamo and Abu Ghraib and all of these like terrible atrocities and like violations of human rights. And I'm like, yeah, that's right, Greenwald. Take it to this no good so-and-so and get like, beat him up. And then after uh, Bush left office and Obama became president, then I'm like, yeah, now Greenwald's going to be like on the Obama train. And then suddenly Greenwald's like, you know what? Obama's even worse than Bush. Fuck Obama. That guy's a piece of shit. And I'm like, whoa, Glenn, uh, what are what are we doing here? What, what, what's going on, bro? And then I got to watch this guy that had been kind of a hero of mine for like the past like probably six years or so suddenly turn into this like weird asshole that hated Obama, hated Democrats. And then uh, over the course of the last few years, I think I found out that pretty much the whole anti-Bush thing that Greenwald had done was a long con. Like he was setting himself up as this person that was all about defending of civil rights and human rights and all this kind of stuff. But he was just building that brand so that at some point in the future, he could pivot into being a person that would be able to attack uh, mainstream Democrats and, and, um, and centrists from, quote unquote, from the left. And he was actually the whole time kind of just a flaming Republican piece of shit. And the, that was a very jarring experience for me to have a guy like pull a move like that and have it be so uh, really uh, aggressive and so obvious as what he's doing. And like right now, uh, Greenwald is constantly being uh, approvingly quoted by QAnon because he says all the shit they want him to say. He talks about how Russia is good and great and how Biden is bad and wrong and all of this stuff. And it's just, 
it's really funny that you have this guy who managed to get himself onto these blogs back in the day when the internet was kind of nascent. He, then he has Edward Snowden fall into his lap and he gets to look like this big hero that was exposing government corruption at the highest levels, speaking truth to power and all that kind of stuff. And now he's just Tucker Carlson's best friend on Fox news. And, and, and like just watching that like character arc of this person is, I can see how it would be really disheartening for someone who went down the same path that I did with this guy. And you're just like, holy shit, I got hoodwinked. Like that, that really sucks. Like um, the, I've brought this up, I may have brought this up before, but the only other person that was kind of like like that to me at that time in my life was uh, Bart Cop, who was the first political site that I got into. And the guy just hated Bush, uh, all this kind of stuff, and uh, finished all of his uh, pages with a photo of Shirley Manson. So Bart Cop was the greatest man on earth. This like ultra left wing pro garbage guy. Oh my God. Wow. I, I can't believe that you have the balls to admit on the air that you have just totally ripped off your whole gimmick from this guy. I know. <laughs> I, 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 anyone, anyone who, anyone who talks to me about it, I tell them, I, I keep the Shirley Manson thing going as a tribute to Bart cop. And the fact that I'm a huge fan of garbage, I am completely open and obvious about that. But uh, Bart, then the 2008 election came around and Bart Cop was, and I know this is a, a thing that no one on earth or in America believes is an actual person that could exist, but Bart Cop was an actual Hillary Clinton supporter who was dyed in the wool. He loved Hillary. He really didn't want Obama to beat her. He was mad when Obama did. And he basically spent the entire Obama presidency kind of nitpicking Obama because he wasn't Hillary. And, um, the other, but the thing about Bart was I can also acknowledge that at that, at that time, Bart was going through a lot of bad health issues and that he was probably not in a good way mentally because of that. And then he ended up uh, dying at some point, which I'm very glad that, uh, wow, he passed. That was, a, that was a real roller coaster. I didn't know yeah. where exactly that story was going. And, and, I, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that in, in, in the one hand, I'm really glad that he passed before 2016 because Trump beating Hillary would have killed him. That would have been so unacceptable to him. If you wanted to see a person throw punches at Bernie bros and all that kind of stuff, he would have been out of his fucking mind that election. And, well, I mean, uh, it's his fault for taking that zookeeper position. Yes, absolutely. But yeah, but I mean, it's just, just, just seeing people that were one way and then like every, they just go weird on you. It's really frustrating. I mean, it's just like you thought you knew somebody and then it turns out that you kind of didn't. And in the case of Greenwald, you absolutely didn't because that guy was just, holy shit. I mean, Greenwald was just a, a scam artist the whole way, the whole way. What else we got? We got any other questions? Uh, I'm just going to go with uh, the Chairman Walkman uh, question in numerous, which is, what are you excited for? Ooh, um, I'm excited for actual good. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll keep it like that. I'm excited for actual good movies to start coming out because just last night I like looked at my partner. And I was like, let's go see a movie tonight. And then I looked at what was in theaters and I was like, just kidding. <laughs> uh, there's fucking nothing. And there really isn't anything until. Doug, is, it, is it the Conjuring 4 out right now or whatever? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I would have to watch Conjuring 1 through 3 to know what's going on. Even though I think this one is a prequel, whatever. 
Uh, but like Black Widow comes out here in I think like two weeks, and I and that starts off a run of like summer blockbusters, and I am actually looking forward to summer movie blockbuster season that I can go to the theaters and see. I'm doing house hunting, looking for a new place to live, and <sighs> if that could work out uh, in a positive way quickly, that would uh, that would be something worth looking forward to. So. Yep. I've got more showings lined up this weekend. Hot diggity daffodil. Uh, and I uh, am very excited about the fact that uh, slowly it appears like it may be possible that I could do an escape room sometime in the next few months. Uh, there oh, is- man. Uh, yeah, I've, dude, I haven't escaped a room in a hot minute. I yeah. mean, yeah, obviously, yeah, I obviously I was escaping no rooms during the Rona, but in addition to that, uh, I hadn't done one for like, several months before then it used to be sort of a birthday tradition yeah yeah which is yeah. hilarious because we when you lived with me we lived walking distance from an escape room we well, did yeah, but, but the, the turnaround on that room is awful like I, I like i'm not convinced they've turned around any of their rooms yet so they announced know, that they are that place announced that they are making a new room but we did their two hardest and both the places i went with you we always started with the hardest uh, or the second hardest. We did the the Terminator themed room was like their second hardest. I think. Yeah, you you got to go fairly hard. And like plus, like I don't want to. I don't when I go to a new place, I don't necessarily want to try the hardest immediately because yeah. I want to get like a vibe for the place. Like I want to make sure that their hardest room is going to be worth my time. Yeah, yeah. So- and that's not us like dunking on escape rooms. I think everyone here uh, <laughs> loves escape room. Mike, most of all. Yeah, you know, so like we're, there's like an outdoor escape room that's happening here sometime in July. Uh, so I'm definitely doing not that. exactly an escape room, then, is it? No, no, it's an, it's an adventure. It's like an objective quest. It's like a scavenger hunt slash escape room kind of thing. So that's going to be interesting and like fun to actually do a puzzle solving team exercise uh, for the first time in forever, and hopefully. Uh, after that, uh, I can start looking into actually doing more escape rooms that are now reopening, which will be a lot of fun. Oh, man, I, f- I forgot. One of my buddies is thinking about running a new uh, tabletop RPG, and I haven't played one of those at a physical table in like two years, maybe more. So, uh, yeah, that 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 is also exciting. Oh, uh, I am very excited. I get to go to tonight. I'm going to Bar Trivia for the first time in i think a year and three months over a year obviously i'm very excited about that i love trivia and i haven't gotten to do it in over a year and i get to do that tonight and then tomorrow night i'm going to my first live show in over a year they are honoring the nico case tickets i bought two years ago that my partner put on the fridge and we forgot that they were there and it is paying off because the 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 place said that they're they're still honoring them so i i'm i have lots to be excited about right now sounds great sounds great so uh you got anything else uh on the excitement agenda mr mike we, we both did too no, yeah, I was. I, I did three. I, I, no, I was. I was about ready to uh, hand the reins over to you, as it were, for you to pilot the good ship Lollipop uh, to safer shores. Well, Take ships, us don't home. Have, ships don't have reins, so uh, we'll say that I'm gonna I'm gonna gallop this here pony out of hell world for the week. Uh, 
So thanks everybody for listening. If you managed to make it this far, uh, if yeah. you like what you hear, please go ahead and support the show uh, by telling a friend or spreading the word, giving us a five star review, clicking thumbs up, like shouting it from the mountaintops. However, you want to do that. Uh, that's the free way to support us. If you happen to have a little jingle in your pocket for the paid way to help us, uh, you can do so by supporting us at our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash poker politics. Anyone who donates $5 and more monthly uh, gets access to our bonus content. Uh, currently, uh, the bonus content on offering is Kabbalin, which is the whole gang getting together to discuss fall of the Cabal and the Mike Rain solo outing, The Foulest Deed, breaking down the JFK assassination with more bonus content to come. You could join the ranks of what we like to call our beautifuler babies. And this week, uh, we have a shout out for our latest beautifuler baby, Cecilia. So thank you for your support, Cecilia. Thank you. Now, if you happen to have money and you don't want to give it to us, we understand you can do some good in the world by donating that money to love146.org, whose vision is, quote, the end of child trafficking and exploitation, unquote. So, you know, you can go ahead and put your money in their basket to help that cause. Uh, and as always, we have to thank the people that help make the show go, including our wonderful opening theme by DJ Minimal Effort, who remains too cool for social media. Uh, voice of Q when we need them, and more importantly, our weekly content warning provided by our voice artist friend Frosty. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at FrostyVO. And good news, if you like our pop culture style banter between Sarge and I, then we have a spinoff show uh, that we do together where we discuss pop media uh, on a weekly basis. And you can find that at BingeWordy on Twitter. That's B-I-N-G-E-W-O-R-D-Y or uh, the BingeWordy podcast, wherever podcasts are provided. So for another successful episode of the Adventures in Hell World podcast, I have been Hellworld L. Signing off for Hellworld Sarge and our QAnon expert, Mr. Mike Rains. Good speed, Patriots. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.